This is an ABC podcast. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Oh, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Five past nine. Good to be back with you. I had the week off last weekend. Sabrina Hahn, you were still here holding the fort, though, with Hills, weren't you? Uh, well, no. Oh. I wasn't actually in the studio. Did you wag? No. Well, you know how I've had what, weeks of incident-free like, I haven't come in injured for a long time. Oh, yes, your last time injury report was at almost zero, but <laughs> well, your rolling average over the last 12 months. Yeah. So I, I, saw, I saw a pot, right, uh-huh. and I thought, I reckon I, could, uh, I reckon I could lift that pot and move it. And you did your back. Well, I did lift it and move it, and I did my back. I haven't been swimming all week. Because couldn't even move, Sabrina. let alone get in and out of a vehicle. So I had to, I had to ring Ebbs and go, Eb, how about? Wouldn't it be fun <laughs> if you and Hills are in the studio and I'm just at home sitting on a heavily padded cushion? Ah, uh, because I can't move. And she would have said, thank goodness for the magic of modern radio Absolutely. that you can do that than us have to go a week without you. That would have been her reply. But as things happen, technologically wise, uh, I listened to the program 15 minutes before, no problem, texting in, heard everything. <laughs> the minute I go on air, bang, bang. shut down. So I do apologise to everyone last week who had to listen to me doing the entire program on the mobile phone. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> Me that bit. Oh, and here I was thinking technology was our saviour. Oh. Mm. Okay. The good news is so, we're mm. here in the studio. Back to normal. There's never gremlins in our system here. We no. will be uninterrupted for the next uh, 53 minutes. 53 minutes, yep. And if you have a question for Sab, mm. the phone lines are open, 1300 720. We would love to take your call. You can mm. also send through texts to 0437922720 and you can send an email through with a photo to perthweekends at your.abc.net.au. I will give that a couple more times, but the easiest thing is just to ring Eb. Grab a pen and yeah. um, she can yeah. sound yeah. that out for you without boring the rest of the world <laughs> <laughs> with me saying it. Um, so no swimming. I can't get an update no on that. swimming. How did you celebrate oh. International Women's Day? Oh, my lords of mercy. I had the best International Women's Day of all time because I went to Pindley. Oh. So a lot of people are going, oh, where the hell is Pindley? Not so, far from Brookton, the yeah, centre of the right. universe. Yeah, yep. yeah. So for International Women's Day, there was an enormous gathering of women and I took a little, uh, I took a, a, a few little notes. Okay. So they came from Yearling, Wandering, Brookton, Popaninning, Darking, Boyupbrook, Beverly, Narigen, Gabaling, Tincurran, Corrigan, York, Dumblyoung, Williams, Murrumbine, Lake Grace, Wagen, and London. Get so out just to see Sabrina Hunt. Well, because they love roots and shoots. Oh, we love so, all of them. Yeah, all of the people in those locations that were there. So the all women. that combination of women, we now have what I have uh, conjured up a new organisation called the Pindley Brains Trust. Right. So it all kicked off with someone asking me, "How do you get rid of earwigs?" 
And then I explained about earwigs and the fact that, you know, the males, uh, they are quite vigorous in their armorous uh, activities oh. and uh, their nuts get cut off in okay. the process. Mm-hmm. But earwigs, it can grow a new set of nuts back. <laughs> how, how good is that? So I'm sure scientists are looking at that. But that's not how you catch earwigs. Eloquence, it's always <laughs> been <laughs> your strength, Sally. So. One of the women said she found that if you put little bowls of soya sauce out, it attracts the earwigs and it kills them. They eat the soya sauce. And she said it's even more helpful if you put a little bit of drop of oil in. And I said, would that be sesame oil just to go with the whole theme of the the, um, Asian Thai-styled earwig? Uh, And she said any oil. But I recommend... uh, Sesame oil. oil. And the other thing for <coughs> earwigs. If it doesn't work, you can dunk a spring roll in it. Exactly. Nothing wasted. Is um, linseed oil apparently repels oh. them. And then we got on to rats. Okay, so. Oh, no. No. Now, We've this heard is you brilliant. On rats before. No. This Where's is a brand new. <laughs> this is a brand new one I've never heard of. You're right. And the women swear by this. There were two women. So they get the cheapest, cheapest, cheapest cake mix. Right. They mix it up raw, has to be raw. They put it in a bowl out where rats come and go with a bowl of water. It's like leaving stuff out for Santa. I know, isn't it? Yeah. But more exciting because you're going to kill rats. So they come and eat the the cake mix Mm -hmm. and then it must be the bicarb of soda or something in it and then they drink the water and presumably something happens internally. So I said, how do you know it actually kills a rat because the rat's not there going, oh, give me a massage on my tummy. And she said, well, we don't have rats anymore. Oh. Uh, and for fruit fly, they use cloudy ammonia, you know, and bacon and plaster of Paris for rats, of course. My goodness, you know, my sounds favorite. like we just need to get the uh, ladies of Pingley on yep. and surrounding districts. Yep, and, and surrounding districts. And they could solve all of these problems for But, you listeners. know, we forget with the ABC that our most loyal, dearest, wonderful listeners oh, come from regional, regional WA. WA. It's true. Mm. It's where all good people come from. I so agree. (laughs) So agree. So that was my week. Um, Sebastian's got some advice for you. Hi, Sab. You can go swimming with a sore back. Just need a snorkel and a mask and swim with your head straight so there's no twisting Ah. of your neck or back. Probably Ah. actually be quite good for you. Well, that's why I went swimming in the first place because I thought it would be very good for my back and then I couldn't get out of the swimming pool. Mm. A bit embarrassing, really. Um, Andrea of Basso, Mm -hmm. hi there, my house was destroyed by fire, that's not good, and is now to be demolished. Sad face, we've got sad faces on too. All my natives around the house are going to be trampled by this event. I'd like to save as many as possible, big kangaroo paws, dianella, Mm -hmm. um, various sizes, pamelia, Oh, gee. Don't worry about All that. All of those sad yep. that you're yep. reading. Young I just established yep. two years ago from oh. tube stock from our shire. I need to pot. Not sure of the pot size and soil. We will lose our woolly bushes. They are too big now. Yeah. So, so okay. So all the grasses, the kangaroo paws, the dianellas, all those will transplant really well because it's this time of year that we prune them, dig them up and divide them. So all of those aren't going to be a 
problem. The pimelia, again, 50-50 chance you'll need to prune 50% off. Banksia, you haven't got a hope in hell, unfortunately. So when it comes to soil mix, just get really, really cheap potting mix because you don't want any fertiliser in it. Uh, And when you transplant things, don't fertilise anything, just water it. So get wetting agent, cheap as chips, um, chips are not that cheap anymore. <laughs> uh, really cheap, Short cheap supply. potting mix. Yeah, that's exactly right. What's happened with all our um, spuds? Sam, how's this for an astute observation? Oh yes, Pindley husbands better behave themselves with all that poisoning <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> If your wife is offering you raw cake mix and (laughs) And says, would you like it? Or worse, a a beer with it, I'd decline. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would be doing the same. Let's get to your calls this morning. 1300-222-720. If you've got a question for Sab, we're going to head down to Australind and kick things off with Mike. Hi, Mike. Yes, good morning. Lovely to hear that you're well. Ah, thank you, Mike. Now, I have a little gem, magnolia little gem, Mm -hmm. and I'm... It's getting quite tall and quite bushy. Can I prune that? Yes, absolutely you can, Mike. Has it finished flowering now? Not yet, no. Okay, so wait for another few weeks and then prune it. So can I, what, get into it or? Oh, no, I wouldn't get into it too much, but you can certainly take a third off. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Good on you, Mike. Uh, Sarah says, hey, Sab, glad you are upright again. Yay. Rainbow eucalyptus were for sale at the Calamunda Garden Festival last weekend. Would they realistically grow in Calamunda? And if yes, how tall? Well, I I always like to say have a crack at anything. Now, you're not going to get the coloration that you get in the snowy mountains, I hate to tell you. Um, And the soil type is, even though up in the hills like Calamunda, you, you do have soil in between the rock, you're not going to get the same... You just, unless you put snow on it, you're not going to get the same colour. The problem with the rainbow eucalyptus is that people muck around with the photo so it has much more colour than what it really does. (laughs) They filter things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Look, give it a crack and I'd be interested to know how it goes. All right. Uh, Let's go to Jeff. He's down in Albany. Good morning, Jeff. Oh, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Hello. I've um, just done a big shed clean out and come across a few bags of silica flour and I'm wondering if I could use that up as a fertiliser. I've got no idea at all. Oh, there you go. Um, It's it's just silica. What would they have used that for? Oh, it's used to mix with cement and that as basically a filler and that. Oh. And other things like that. But it's, it's, it's silica sand that's just ground into a flower as far as I Oh, okay. There's no sort of pause and warnings apart from the dust. No, no, no. Well, I tell you what, Jeff, there would be chemists that are listening to this program because because this is the best gardening program in the universe. People come <laughs> people come from London to listen to us. So um, there must be someone out there who would know the answer to that question because, honestly, Jeff, I, yeah, I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it would have any fertilising capability. Yeah. But well, I've been told that silica is good for the bamboo because by putting the leaves around the pots, yeah. 
that it um, they break down and it feeds it with silica. Well, I've got that wrong. No, no, you may well and truly have that quite right, Um, but Mm. I don't know. But stay on, listen in, Jeff, because someone will have someone will have some information about silica on you now. That's a great (laughs) question, Jeff. I love, I love it when I don't know stuff. Oh, look, I didn't think I'd stump you. (laughs) (laughs) By 10 o'clock, I'm pretty confident you'll both have the answer. Yeah, I reckon so too. that would be great. (laughs) Stay listening, Jeff. Jeff. Thanks for giving us a call. Uh, We're going off with rats as well at this point in time on the text. Oh, yes. other than physically catching a rat and ooh, strangling it, no mm. poisons or baits have worked for me. Modern day rats seem too smart. Mm. Please tell me again the secret ingredient. It was a cheap, cheap, cheap cake mix. Yeah, so a really cheap cake mix that you mix up and you leave it raw. So you so put it'll it be in wet. a bowl. Someone else asked if it was yes. dry or wet. So it'll be no, wet, it's but wet. it'll be raw. Yes. And you don't worry about putting the egg in. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Um, and then you have a, a bowl of water as well. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Sab. Uh, and to the texter uh, who grew up on the pig farm, I'm not going to share all of your texts, but thank you for listening. <laughs> and, yes, your methods probably work where, too. Never mind, so I'll, show you, I'll, oh. I'll show you just after 10 o'clock, all right? <laughs> uh, hi, Sab. Can you give me the name for a late-season navel that I could grow in Dunsborough, please? Well, there is actually. It's called late navel. <laughs> Dead Sounds giveaway. And the late navel is actually a really lovely navel too. Mm. So mm. It's all in the name. Yep. Uh, out to the Swan Valley now. Good morning, B. Hello, B. Oh, hello, Sabrina. Um, I've got a beautiful lemon tree. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's given me huge amounts of fruit for years and years and years. Started turning up its toes. Found mm. out it's got nice, neat little holes in it, like a borer. Mm. And I've got a beautiful orange tree right next to it. Am I going to see them all go to God? Uh, now, before we go forward with that, how big are the holes? Are they? Oh, um, are they tiny? Tiny, yeah. I'd say less than a one cent piece. Or about a one cent piece. Oh, that's quite large. I was thinking of ballpoint pen tiny. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> I was worried about the polyphagus shot hole borer because they go to citrus. Oh, dear. Mm. But they're, but the pinholes are tiny. They're like the size of a ballpoint pen. Okay. But you're saying these are the size of a one cent coin. Yeah. And it's looking terrible. Yep. Is, is it like this is the end of it and it's going to spread to the next tree, do you think? Or? Well, borer are very difficult to control, B. They're really difficult to control. Uh, um, and once you get borer, sometimes the termites move in after that and then that's that's good night, Irene. Well, I found it because the peach tree next to it had termites and the termite guy saw the borer in uh, the lemon tree. So. Okay, <laughs> okay. So borer are... So hard to control. You can use tree injection with a pesticide, but you don't want to be eating the fruit if that's the case. Um, And then once the termites move in, you know. Uh, Mm. Now, you can try shish kebabing the holes. So you get a a paper clip, unfold it and poke it in. And sometimes you skewer the – but they usually go in and up. Um, um, but there's really not much you can do, B. Where do they come from? What causes them to start? Uh, up? They're a beetle. 
So uh, it's the larvae that is the borer. They lay the egg in the bark. The egg turns into the larvae. The larvae chew their way through. So the magpie family that live around it have let me down. (laughs) Well, it's hard for them to get their beak in the... (laughs) In the hole. Uh, you need those little, uh, what are they, tree climbers that poke their little beaks oh. in holes. Um, I oh, tell you what, B, download the My Pest Guide reporter app, take yep. a picture of the bore holes and yep. send, it in to the, send it in to the pest and disease people. Just in That's case, lovely. just in case. Cool. Thanks. Uh, okay. Thanks, B. Good on you, B. Thank you. Um, we have got some uh, pretty good advice that I think it is okay. worth sharing that we started with the silica flower. Yes. It won't solve the problem, but it is important reminders. Um, Freo Cookster says, pretty sure silica is what they use in stone bench tops and oh, can cause the yeah. deadly lung disease silicosis. Please don't open it. Someone else has said silica flower should be soaked in water before opening the bag and you should wear masks at all times. Um, and Sebastian has said, hi, Ro and Sab, don't go to anywhere near silica flower. The National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health warns producers and users of silica flower that the risk of developing silicosis may mm. be very high for workers exposed to silica flower. Yeah, so, so that is fantastic. Thank you to all of you. And, of course, we've had um, all the inquiry into uh, everyone yeah, that's developed silicosis. Mm. Yeah, so so I, I hope our mate listened to that and doesn't go anywhere near the bag. Now, if you are going to dispose of it, you will have to do so very carefully. I think many of the councils have uh, dangerous disposal. Uh, you'd have to ring your local council and find out where to dispose of that silica flower. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Super important. Trucker Dan and others, thank you all for sending um, your text through. I wasn't on the ball with that one. So thank you. Um, let's go to Sue, who's in Greenwood. Good morning, Sue. Oh, good morning, girls. How are you? Good. That's good. Um, pretty easy one, I hope. Uh, we have a fiddle leaf and all it's doing is growing towards heaven and I want to know how do we stop it from doing that and maybe get it to go a little bit fatter with a few branches at the side. You just cut its head off, Sue. <laughs> off with its head. Oh, that so, is it? Oh, yeah. that's good. So is it, it's indoors? It's no, it's under our patio in a pot. Okay, so you can take forty percent off the top of it, and it will shoot from the bottom. Oh, wonderful! Easy peasy. Uh, I do it now, Sue, before it starts getting cool. Okay, will do. Thank you very much. Love your program. Oh, thank you. you. Good on you, Sue. Uh, Beth has sent us a. Just a too graphic description of what her cat does with rats oh, um, for 9.25 oh. in the morning. There's possibly too many of you having brunch and breakfast for me to go with that. But again, Beth, thank you for listening. And thank mm. you for sending us through a message. Um, Lisa says, hi, Sabrina. I have a non-grafted passion fruit, about three years old, beautiful, healthy growth, no flowers. I have done the potash treatment about twice a year. Thanks, more Lisa. up it more up okay. it more and you just you need more than just potash you got to use a really good balanced fertilizer you run it all the way along as far as the uh, passion fruit goes you fertilize that whole line and you need to do it with passion fruit every tour every couple of months 
Back to our cake mix. Yes. Um, the method to control, will that affect bandicoots and quenda? We have a rat problem in Les Murdy, but we also have the native animals around. Ah. Probably I would, don't, wouldn't it? Yeah. We'd have the same impact on would their quen- bodies. I don't know. Would quendas go for, would they go for cake mix? I don't know. I mean, they go for peanut butter. I need I, I need my pingerly brains trust uh, to ring in or text in and just um, and just confirm whether it was the cake mix made up. I'm pretty sure it was cake mix made up, not dry. Otherwise, you'd yeah. just use bicarb soda. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, uh, Tony and Beverly. While we're talking about your Pingerly crew, hey Sab, thanks for the praise for us country folks. Mm. Tony writes, the feeling is reciprocated. Aww. Perhaps you should run for parliament, <laughs> says Tony. Yep. At least you accept the science on climate change, which some of the donkeys representing <laughs> us keep denying. Vote one, Sab. <laughs> Do you like teal as a colour? Think she could be aligned with teals, Savvy? <laughs> I'd last in politics for about. The first interview <laughs> and I'd be gone. I wouldn't imagine you'd be one to toe the party line either. Oh, definitely not. I'd have to be an independent. <laughs> and, then, and then I'd... Uh, you'd I'd, just be rogue. I'd just be speaking my It'd mind. be worth it for one term. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the ball rolling. Uh, Carol is down in Bunbury. G'day to you. Hello, girls. How are you? Yeah, good, Carol. Um, I'm just wondering, Seb, uh, when can I prune a navel orange? This year it has not got one flower or orange on it. Um, So whether we had a wind episode when they were flowering, I don't know. So when can I prune it, please? Usually at the end of this month, Carol. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, so now mandarins do their... This is an orange. Oh, an orange. Yes, okay. but I have got a mandarin question as oh, well. Okay, so um, so the orange tree, you usually, do you know which orange it is? Navel. It's a navel? Okay, so yes. um, so your navels are all developing fruit now. Well, yours mm. isn't, but most <laughs> are. Uh, so you usually prune them. So I'd wait. Sorry, I thought it was mandarin. So I would wait yes. until the end of July, August, oh, and then prune mm-hmm. it then. Yep, beautiful. Um, now, my question with my mandarin tree, I've noticed some amber sap coming out of one branch. What do I do? That, cut it out? Or? That's probably borer, so you need to oh, cut cool. that branch out. Yep, and yep. do anything else to the rest of the tree? You can spray the whole tree with an anti-rot spray. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anti-rot. Mm. Okay, then. Thank you. No worries, um, Carol. Um, hopefully it fixes it and doesn't go to other branches. Yeah, absolutely. So get that branch off. All right then. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. You Thanks, too. Carol. Thanks, Carol. couple of texts. Um, Quenda is scavengers and eat anything, Aww. so she's probably concerned about that. Peter says put the rats cake mix up high and the bandicoots yeah. will not be able to get it. That's exactly That'll right. for the Quenda. Because they can't jump and mm. they can't climb. Only a little bit. Good idea. There we go. Uh, let's go to Anna, who's in Fremantle. Hello, Anna. Oh, hello. Um, I'm ringing because I called advice from Sabrina um, at the winter about my rosemary bushes that are in a hedge and 10 years old and getting straggly. Mm. And she advised me to cut it back by a third. And unfortunately, it hasn't really recovered from that. Oh, okay. 
am I wasting my time waiting for it to rejuvenate? Yep, you are. Rip it up. Oh. Rip it up. Okay. Question two, can I put passion fruit in a pot? You can. You certainly can, but you won't get a lot of passion fruit. Make sure you get a big pot though, Anna. Now, they will grow well in a pot, but you've probably got four years and um, you will have to constantly feed it and water it. And you will get fruit, but you won't get as much fruit as if it was in the ground. But it's worthwhile. So if I keep putting passion fruit in the same spot where it was, um, is that bad? Yeah. Because they don't last very long. They last yeah, I know. Years. But you're, yeah, that can be dangerous because you'll probably get disease in that. Okay, lovely. Thanks mm. for your help. Yeah. Okay, no okay. worries, Anna. Thank you, Anna. Uh, on our way to Sab's Pick of the Week, Kay is in Port Kennedy. Good morning, Kay. Hey, Sabrina and Rowanna, how are you guys? Hello, Kay. Hello, lovey. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you, Kay. Thank you. I just want to know, can I put in in, um, some sea salt in a watering can over some chrysanthemums and vincas or no-no? Oh, no, of course you can. Any seaweed solution, you can slop over everything, including natives. So you go, it's a perfect day for gardening, Kay. Perfect, Kay. Have yourself a beautiful Saturday. Look at that. Bang. Right on. Half past nine. First time ever. (laughs) It is that time again. It is. Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick of the week. I know you're going to dig this. Here we go now. On our way to your pick, we've got a text here. Good morning, ladies. I now have a better understanding as to why my partner always gives me the bowl after making the cake. <laughs> hmm. This is Camo from Busso. Love your show. Uh, good stuff. All good fun. Now, this won't be everyone's pick this week, bro. Okay. Just putting it out there already. Right. My country music certainly wasn't either. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I reckon it was 50-50. Okay. We'll go this, with that. This won't be. This will be like 20 because we're going to punk. We're going to go punk. We haven't gone punk for ages. So this won't be everyone's cup of tea. I don't think Sam will like this. (laughs) Um, And I didn't either, Ebony. She's just texted me something and no, I didn't check that either. So uh, so let's go, Ro. We've got the New South Wales as in the big, as in Wales. This is called Changes. Hope oh, big start. Yeah. I'm just going to have to keep my finger on the fader, I think. <laughs> we were so busy enjoying reading your texts that, you know, the song finished and we didn't even have our headsets on. Nah. But there's plenty of texts coming through. Ah, so let's let's share with the rest of our listeners what the... What uh, we were enjoying. Yeah. Well, Shane said, never mind poisoning rats. I'll just play punk music to drive them <laughs> off. So there's one option. Uh, Donna says, toes are tapping, head is banging. Nice wake up for a Saturday morning. Go, Sab. That's a, definitely a thumbs up. Good on you, Donna. Annie and Chidlow says, punk rules. My recent broken rib didn't appreciate my jumping around the dining room, hitting my head on the lampshade, though. Good on you, Annie, that's how you enjoy a Saturday morning. Wendy uh, says, Sabrina, fab choice. 73-year-old Nana bopping around the room. Have a great day. Uh, Wendy. Sometimes I think I misread our legend. listeners. They're yeah, far see, more fun than I give them credit 
before. Yeah, see, I thought they'd all hate it. Yeah, well, terrible, terrible, terrible oh, with yeah. a sad face emoji has yep. come through. That's balanced by great sounds. Loving it. Uh, off to classic ABC, classic FM, while your song selection plays, says Jilly. No comment, says someone else. Ooh. Love it, Sab and Row. That's from Greg in Kareen. So excited. Hit send before signing off. Um, well, you know, that's, that's what happens when you have great tunes. Um, sounds like the Ramones. Better music than most morning music on 720 Perth. That's from Adrian. Yeah, yeah, true. They don't have Sabrina picking no. their songs. Um, good morning, Ro and Sabrina. Woohoo. Absolutely yes. Oh, Next ooh. to classical music and opera, this is my favourite music genre. Perfect listening when cleaning the house. Yes, I have an eclectic taste in music. That's from Lucy in Hammond Park. I love a bit of punk sab. Air guitar dancing around my kitchen. <laughs> Kathy from Leeming. I know we struggle to get... Uh, photos, but imagine if we could get video oh, selfies know, of all our listeners during pick of the week. Um, well, what else we got? I'm a, thanks, Sab. I'm awake now. Almost dropped my phone when it started, though, says Tracy. <laughs> Someone else says my ears are hurting. Chris in Yokai says, Sabrina, my poor plants are in shock from this music. I oh, know they love it. Uh, oh, sorry, Sam. Not, uh, Sab, not such a great choice this week. Just like whales. Bloated, <laughs> space-filling noise with unintelligible lyrics. Probably best used to encourage weed growth. Otherwise, we already got one good tip this morning. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne and Karama. It probably used a nearby. Oh, wow. Yep. They just keep great choice, Sab, from yep. Bronwyn. Um, well, I think it's look, a thumbs up. I, I think there's definitely far more support yep. than the <laughs> WTF. That's all you got from Bernie and Donnie. Oh, Brooke. Bernie. Uh, this song is awful. Get it off. Oh, well, we have now. Yep. Um, love it, Sab and Roe. Yeah. Okay. So I think overwhelmingly. Yep. Yep. Um, Punk's good. Yeah. Uh, Rod says, is it safe to turn my radio back on yet? Yeah, come on back, Rod. Come on back. Oh, yeah. We're, we're here for you. No wonder you get out of bed, Sabrina. Must have been to, to turn this off from Mavis. <laughs> Mavis, no. Sab, I'd be... you have a great show but not great music, ah, says Steve in K-Town. Good on you, Steve. That's mm. okay. There we go. It's all right. That's... It's all good. It's all um, good. Let's head to Sam in Jero. He's on the road again for hey. his opinion. Sam, how are you? Morning. Um, before before we get to my uh, seems to be famous music yes. uh, criticism, yeah. um, <laughs> is, is there any way that I can stop rabbits from eating cooch? Is there anything, like, any poison or anything I can use? Because they are absolutely destroying my horn down the yards at the moment. I thought you said hooch there for a minute, <laughs> Sam. I was going to go, well, we don't talk about that on this program. But you said cooch, not hooch. Right. Because they are two different subjects entirely. Um, Now, rabbits are herbivores and some people swear by mixing up four eggs with a little bit of water, putting them in a container, leaving them out in the sun until they go rank and then tipping that all over the lawn. It means that you can't go out and enjoy the lawn either. But um, and the other thing is, an old timer told me you put a whole pile of bricks around the area where the rabbits are going, and then you put freshly cracked pepper on top of that. The rabbits sniff it, then they go "hey, 
and they knock themselves out when their head hits the brick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, that's about, not for real. That's, that's about so all I got for stupid. you, Sam. <laughs> oh boy, Sam, if you're still there, what did you think of Sam's song choice? No, oh, now he he's was gone. On his way to beautiful Horrocks, oh. and he's probably dropped into a valley or lost a bit of perception there. I've just got to leave you on. Well, I can't leave you on your own, but I no. do want to duck out and just check the ebbs. Okay. <laughs> She almost. That was the most garbage. (laughs) Look, I'm all about disseminating the information that is given to me by other gardeners. Nobody, that's just not. (laughs) No, no. Have you tried it? You don't know, Ro, have you? (laughs) You try it. You snort some pepper next to a brick and try it first, and then we'll see what happens. Golly gosh. They have very Stop. weak necks, rabbits. Stop it. <laughs> oh. We're going out to Trig, lovely Trig now. Good morning, Beverly. Oh, good morning, ladies. You are having some fun this morning. I, I know. We can't help ourselves. We're terrible. Good morning. Um, look, I've got, we just moved to a house and it's got a lot of magnolia um, trees that don't look very old, maybe five years. I don't know how old. I'm not a gardener. Yep. But some of them on the west side get a lot of shade from the neighbours' trees and they've got, like, it looks like a disease, a black spot disease. The leaves mm. are a bit yellowy looking and not at all happy. They yeah. don't look like they've flowered much or anything. You know, nah. They're the, there's a couple of things on there that look like they are used to be flowers yeah. and about the size of a golf ball. Yes. Furry look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. That's the kind of magnolias they are. Right, okay. So now. What should I do with the diseased part or what looks like disease? Okay, so you can spray with a um, uh, a fun- fungicide that's got mancozeb in it. Um, now, the big problem is, Beverly, is you've got magnolia trees in Trig and that's like you've just sent me to perjury. I'm a magnolia and I'm growing on coastal soils with salt-laden winds and I'm not happy. So the fungal disease probably be the least of your problem. <laughs> uh, anyway, spray it with a mancozeb pr- spray. You're going to have to keep pouring on compost, cow poo, wetting agent and fertiliser to keep them looking good. Good on you, Beverly. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Um, you know, we've had a couple of texts. Eb tonight yes. is going to be rocking out at Rock and Rod Stewart. <gasps> She's and so young. I know. And Cindy Lauper. He'll like, be coming out in a wheelchair. Well, do you know what? Our audience have just been having these spot moments. Oh. I have had a text earlier this morning, which I'll find again, but someone said he was in the shed at Perth Glory, you know, the shed. Yeah, 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 at yeah, Perth yeah. Perth Glory last night. Right. Having a fat old time. And then Millie has just sent us a text saying, morning girls, my friend's daughter was in a big hardware shop yesterday in Subi and saw Rob Stewart. He was there with two other men. I rang the store to confirm it. They checked the video and it was him. Wowzers. So you must be doing a little bit of handyman work. Yeah, well, it's just, <laughs> I, I can kind of understand the shed at the glory, but maybe he damaged the shed and he had to go to the uh, could, could well you know, be hardware store. Cindy Lauper, I'd definitely go and see Cindy Lauper. Love Cindy Lauper. There we go. It was Paul. Thank you. Eb, rumour has it that Rod Stewart um, you was at the glory shed. Oh, sorry. 
Rumour has it that Rod Stewart is to use Glory Shed Boys in next album. Also, that he will be singing in the Women's World Cup of Football in Perth from Paul. Um, Yeah, and he also had said, they're two separate texts actually, and he'd said earlier that he was spotted in the Perth Glory Shed last night and loved it. Oh. Go Glory, says Paul. And then, yeah, mentioned that there was going to be some audio ambience in his next album. So there you go. Celebrity spotting and all sorts of things yeah. here on Roots and Shoots. That's what we do. Going off, killing rabbits. <laughs> Lynn is in Albany. Good Quickly. morning, Lynn. Hello. Hello, Lynn. How are you this morning? Very well, thank you. I'm glad to hear it. I've got a question about my avocado tree, which was grown from a seed, started off in a glass on my windowsill, mm-hmm. went into the garden quite some years ago. It's now probably between three and four metres tall, and I c- there's no way I can get the fruit off the top. So I'm wondering, can I cut the top out of it, like maybe half of it? Ooh, half It's a bit severe. Lynn. Okay. But a third, definitely you can cut a third off. Now, with the okay. fruit, you get those long handle pole cuttery things that have a basket attached to them. So the fruit falls oh, into yeah. the basket. Oh, right. Where do, from the big green shed? <laughs> yes, you can, Lynn. Okay, cool. Thank you. Well, that's good. But I will take, yeah, I'll take, take a third of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the next question is when? Uh you're in Albany. Uh, have you got yeah. fruit on there at the moment? Only one or two. We have, I had a good crop last year. This year's almost like, not, almost not nothing, so I'm not okay. too worried about the fruit. Okay. All right, do it now then. Do it now before okay, it gets cool. cold. Okay, thank you for that. Okay, no worries, Lynn. Good on you, Lynn. I reckon you made Lynn's day then. I think so. Simple solution. Yep. Uh, speaking of pruning, Ken in Canningvale, can I prune my Kensington Pride mango tree now yes. or wait till spring? No, no, do it now. Okay, beautiful. Hi, Sab. I have three young Poinciana's, two of which are growing perfectly. Mm. One, the oldest, purchased as advanced trees now after three years in the ground, virtually leafless and Ooh. has been for months. Ooh. Has small leaves trying to shoot, but it's just not doing well and tips... Um, of branches are dying off. Any ideas? That's from Paula in City Beach. <clears throat> I'm afraid to say uh, that it's probably going to die. So poinsettias are a little bit fickle uh, and there's something compromised in the root system. There's not much you can do apart from uh, sing to it. Punk, play punk. That's enough to shake it up, okay. get it a bit of, you know, how do you how do you go? Uh, yeah, I'd play punk. Good on you. Uh, Laura in Kulbinia, is it ever a good idea to transplant a wisteria from the ground to a large pot? It's still yeah. a reasonably small plant. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Do it now before it loses all its little leafers. Okay. Let's go to Kate, who's given us a buzz on 1300 222 720. We do have a few phone lines open if you want to do the same. Kate, hello. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, very well, Kate. Uh, I've just got a question about um, a large pot that I have that's got an old lime tree in it that I'm going to take out. Yeah. And I'd like to put some kind of an ornamental tree in there. Um, you talked once about a Manchurian pear that I really like the sound of, but is that too big to put in a pot? Yeah, that's a very large tree, Kate. 
Um, there are smaller ones. There's a pirate called Chanticleer. Chanticleer. Um, so that's a, that's a smaller one. It's quite narrow. That will do yeah. well in a pot. Um, yeah. So I'd try that one. Then you've got all the um, circes. There's one called a Judas tree. That does well in a pot. So is that like a fruit tree as well, no? No. Oh, you want a fruiting pear. Um, if possible, or some kind of a fruiting tree that has like the flower, an ornamental fruit Ah, uh, yes, yes. Well, you can get, because to get pears you need a pair of pears. So <laughs> you can get double grafted pear and apple trees, which will do very well in a pot, Kate, because they're on ah. semi-dwarf rootstock. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so just go and get a a double-grafted apple or pear and that will do really well in a pot. Beautiful. That would be perfect. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Take care. Bye. Oh, gee, I was just about to say we've got some emails, but our web browser just just wants to do annoying things to us. So please be patient, Uh, Louise in Belmont. I will endeavour to get your question answered as soon as possible. Um, Hi, I would have thought, oh, sorry. Uh, Can you ask uh, Sab why why both my young peppermint and older trees are curling up at the ends? I also notice the young ones dying with black stems. Okay, so the black stems is sooty mould. Um, I would say if they're if they're curling up, I would say that's a water issue. So you need to get a wetting agent onto that soil, um, and then water the wetting agent in really well. Then you can drench the soil with um, a, a liquid liquid feed. Um, there's one that's made from crustaceans, actually, that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do that. And then you can – now, the the sooty mould is on there because they might be in too much shade or – but you can – do a soap spray, potassium soap spray, leave it for five days, get your high-pressure high hose and blast the bark, not the bark off, but the sooty mould off, <laughs> not the bark. Don't blast the bark off. Uh, Tony has sent us a text with all the tall stories and wild music we've heard this morning. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the show could be rebranded Hooch and Hoots. <laughs> <laughs> I Reckon like the bosses it. would go for it? Oh, Must look be time like, for a refresh. I'm, I'm sure they'd love that Hoots suggestion. Hoots with Rowan and Sabrina. <laughs> yeah. Not bad, Tony. Not bad at all. Uh, I'm nervously going to Mel in Geraldton, but Ebony assures me it's okay and his ideas aren't going to be as outrageous as yours, oh. Sabrina Hahn. Hello, Mel. Hello, Mel. Oh, good day, ladies. Yeah, I don't know whether this will work for this gentleman. I've only ever done it on small plants. Yeah. Um, if you put a trail of blood and bone around the ah, area, yes, yeah, because yeah, because yeah. they're herbivores, and so they yeah. won't like ground up dead things. That's right. That's, That's a exactly good tip. Right. Ah, That's a good very tip, good. Mal. Thank you, Mal. And someone else on the text has backed that up with mm. a similar suggestion. Yeah. So I know they use well that done. for rue control around roses. They sprinkle blood and bone around the place. Good, Mm. good. Uh, Maria in Lake Grace, hello to you. Your sense of humour is like mine, but I'm not going to be that mean to Rod Stewart. (laughs) 
she suggested. I'm kind of going to let the audience in on it, don't I? Yeah, I think you have to. Maria suggested that perhaps he had gone to the hardware store to get some spack filler. <laughs> That's naughty. A little bit of glue. Or maybe I'm interpreting that wrong. I am. Oh, may may well be. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Lynn is in Subiaco. Good morning, Lynn. Oh, good morning, ladies. Um, Thanks for taking my call. Um, Look, I have, uh, Sabrina, I've got an olive tree. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful and it's absolutely loaded, as you can imagine, after last winter. Yeah. Now, um, it's uh, some of the fruits, it's a... So fruit is just starting to ripen, mm-hmm. and it's as it goes black, it shrivels. Is that oh, lack of water? Uh, can be lack of water, Lynn. It can also be lack lack of water, lack of nutrients, or something that is happening down at root system level. Um, so I would use a wetting agent, water it uh, really, really well. I doubt that it's a fungal disease. I don't think it's a pest issue. I think it's a water issue. Yeah, that's from my thought because, you know, it's been such a dry summer. Yeah, and I know. We, we, get, we get some storms and yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and it's sort of, it's got paving near it. Okay. Uh, in front of the house and, and uh, with a hedge near it and everything. And I thought it's right, right up against the house, actually, but my God, it's got a huge crop. Yeah, oh, well, that's fantastic. But, you know, if it's got, you could thin the crop out and get better quality fruit, but it's definitely a water issue. So get the wetting agent on there and give it a really good soak. Coming up to six away from ten. Thank you, Lynn. Uh, Wendy wants to know um, why her mini bougainvillea might not be flowering. Ah, sometimes we overwater bougainvilleas because they like it hot and dry, (laughs) hot and dry. So um, just ease off the water a bit and, of course, they need as much sun and heat as you can give them. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Jilly in Wandy says, Hi, Sabrina, my wisteria leaves look as though they have red spider mite all summer. Or could it be chilli thrip? Wouldn't be chilli thrip. Okay. More likely to be spider mite. So you need wettable sulphur or lime sulphur. You spray it on the leaves and make sure you get the backs of the leaves. Uh, For jewels, mandarin trees with fruit that have been on it at least... Six to ten weeks, still very green. Do I rip them off or keep hoping they will do something? Now, hope, Jules, hope. <laughs> we live in just hope. Just hope. Because if you strip them off now, they won't ripen and they'll just be bitter and nasty. Alrighty, Ian has given us a call. He's in Wanneroo. Hey, Ian. Hi. Good morning, ladies. Uh, real quick, monks. I know we're coming up to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, a very lovely um, elderly client of mine gave gave me a frangipani mm-hmm. in a tiny pot. Yep. But it's very green. It looks really nice. All the tops are lovely and green and flowers. Yeah. But it's very spindly. So I'm not sure whether to just put it straight in the ground. And no. Really no, 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 no. No, don't put it in the ground, Ian. I want you to keep it in a pot, put it out in full sun, give it water three times a week, a bit of fertiliser, you can't prune it back until it's actually got new leaves and and has shot out. So don't put it in the ground. Thank you, jo- uh, to Ian. I'm sorry. Uh, let's head to Rose, who's in Mullawa. Hey, Rose. 
Hi. So, um, I got a quick question about my um, zucchini plant. Yeah. Um, it's a very healthy plant and everything. Yeah. Um, and I've got bees and ants and everything around. But for some reason, they flower, they come up and everything. They get to about uh, two inches long. Yep. And then the little flower drops off the zucchini and yep. they just shrivel up and die. So- okay. That's a fungal issue, Rose. Now, when the fruit forms, if you can put it up on a a brick or something to keep it up off the ground. You can spray your zucchini with a mancozeb-based spray to try and control that fungus, but it's definitely a fungal issue. Sometimes it can be where the pollination hasn't been full. So what I do with all that melon family is I actually get a paintbrush and I go from flower to flower to make sure that I've got full pollination. Okay, perfect. Okie dokie. Manko Zeb. Manko Zeb. Yeah. Perfect. Think of things that are manky. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she won't forget now. Perfect. Thank you. Good on you, Thanks, Rose. Rose. Thanks very much for giving us a call. Ah, a few more of your texts and apologies to those who've sent um, an email through. We just are having some issues with the IT today, so um, I can't view those, unfortunately. Um, Rosemary in Sterling, is mm-hmm. now a good time to transplant fruit trees? Separated in November and my husband doesn't water, so all my precious oh. trees are dying and it makes me so sad. I'd transplant your husband, Rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pop him somewhere else. Uh, no, look, I would wait until winter. So unless they're citrus, if it's citrus, definitely transplant those now. Any of the stone fruit, wait until June, July. Okay, so planting, good time for planting citrus, apricots, nectarine, avocado. Yes, 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 yes. Yep, beautiful. There you go, that listener who was querying about that. Uh, Johnny Mandra, hello, ladies. I transplanted a smallish ponytail palm six months ago, but it doesn't seem to be growing or dying. Can I help it live? <laughs> okay, so if they're, if it's transplanted, John, they do take about a year to pick up. Uh, it will. It's going to be putting all of its energy into its fat bottom before it grows up. So just let its bum get big, and then, <laughs> then it'll grow up. There we go. Uh, Jenny says, "Osiria mm. um, rose plant." Osiria. Oh. No, not familiar with that one. Don't Is know that typo? rose. It might be an autocorrect thing. I've been looking Osiria. for an Osiria rose plant everywhere. Oh. No one seems to have one. Well, Sam oh. doesn't know what one is, I've... so I don't think they're real. Um, um, do you know if any suppliers that might have So them? if anyone does know who would sell Osiria rose plant, I've never heard of it, so I don't, don't know. Hmm. Mm. You could get in contact with your Heritage Rose Society, the WA Heritage okay. Rose Society. They may know. Um, and Joe says, I've got a Poinciana pod that I've mm. had for some time. Mm. How long before I plant will they expire? Uh, well, I don't know how long his sometime is, but they're really good for about five years. Um, and then you soak them in hot water, scarify them on a little nail file, soak them for at least six hours, then plant them. Very quickly for Louise in Belmont, you've got about 20 seconds. Cottony cushion scale is what is on the mm-hmm. picture. You need to spray with a pest oil twice, two weekly intervals, high-pressure hose in between. Oh, 
Very good. And if you need to listen back, because Sab delivered that so quickly, mm. just so we could fit it in, uh, then you can do so. abc.net.au slash Perth. Find the Roots and Shoots page. Uh, and our show stays up for a week. Alternatively, go to your favourite podcast place and download Roots and Shoots. And That's the one. Have so much fun. Sab, Eb, thank you both. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.